Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sasha Marina show. I'm Sasha Marina, and today it's That's the Movie, uh segment of That's the Movie with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo as your host, where he talks about uh, the latest news behind the scenes Hollywood. So without further ado, I'm going to have him. Hey, bro, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, good, good. I'm excited to what you have to say today. Yep. Spit it out. Uh, cool. So, yeah, I guess there's some cool stuff. This week, <laughs> oh well. Um, uh, I guess let me go far back. Um, the one of the first things that probably happened this week, and I think it was might have been that same Monday, a little bit later that Monday, um, that J.K. Rowling in an interview has said that uh, the creator Harry Potter. My bad, if anybody didn't know, uh-huh. that Hermione and know. yeah, Hermione uh-huh. and Harry should have been together. Well, didn't she? She threw a lot of clues through the whole series. Like I thought, I thought from the beginning. I thought from the beginning that's what it was going to be. Since I was like a yeah, kid, I was like, oh. Yeah, from the first part. Yeah, from like yeah, the Yeah, from the kid, phone. I always thought it was going to be Harry uh-huh. Potter and Hermione. I never thought Ron would be with Hermione. Like it wouldn't work. She said it was a mistake too. She regrets having done that. She said the only reason she did it was some sort of personal issue. I don't know what that is, but yeah. I feel. And I don't even remember quite when was the turning point. I think the turning point was in the third movie where, like, they, they were grown up a little more and then you 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 saw that thing. Because Ron, you could always tell, like, they had that, that kind of hate-love thing because she was such a smart-ass and then Ron was such a retard, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of, that's like, like an kind of like an awesome thing that she said that because even at, towards the end and there was always such a jealousy and then even though Ron knew that like you know he always thought that Hermione loved Harry more than she loved him for some reason so that's that's interesting for her to say that yeah I would have preferred it would have been better Ginny was so well, I, to me I don't think I don't think it would have been better I think the way she did it was perfect because then what are the conflicts? Because the reason a lot of the times the, the conflict was because of Hermione and, and that little that their little own clique, you know? That so was only in the said, last movie that it ever even mattered. But I, I definitely, it would have been better if it would have just been Harry and Hermione. 
I mean, Ron would have been found Harry someone. Have, Harry wouldn't have had, like, the love interest that he did. Cause he had well, a his love, love interest, interest would have been Hermione. Instead of it being the whole Hermione and Ron thing going on, it would have been Harry. And I would have preferred that. I don't know. I always saw it. That's how it all made sense to me. And then when I find out that Ron is actually going to be with Hermione, I was like, oh, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, like, because his first love interest was Chow, and then because this Cho, other girl, Chow, Damien. Cho, I don't know. Cho, don't yeah, Chow, whatever. Because then the funny. other girl, uh, Ron's sister, was still too young, Jenny. like Jenny. But she, and then as she, she grew up. Whatever. She sucked. Yeah. Like, she was so blah. She was blah in the movie, and yeah, she, she was, was blah she in was. the books, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, she was a very whatever. I didn't care for her. But I'm, the but reason why I think anyways. it would have been a little, like, I don't know. I don't know. This is, a very, this is very cool because, like, the love interest with him would have been, it would have been so much easier with, with Hermione because Hermione was always with him regardless. There would have been, like, the sweetheart love all through, like, eight years or whatever, you know? Like, it was. it would have been just easier. So I think the way she did it at the end of the run was, it worked out. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, well, moving on. So this is a uh, this is surprising news to me that I didn't even know they were doing this. Transporter, the Jason Statham movies. There's mm-hmm. gonna be a fourth one, but it's gonna be a reboot. Okay. Why? Already, it's gonna be a reboot. I, I don't know why they just, they're doing oh my that. God. What was the last Transporter movie like? Two twenty ten or twenty like two thousand eight or what was the last Transporter? I don't know. But, it, but the movie started, like, in, the first one was in 2002. So just do that. It's, like, about 10 years only. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, the last movie was, like, in 2008 or something like that. Yeah, the most recent movie was right around yeah. the corner. So I don't but understand it, why. But well, is, anyways, is it a reboot they, with the same character, or is no, there going to no, be another no. actor? No, it's a reboot. The, the, the character who's taken his place is called uh, Ed Screen. He was in, um, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, but he was in Game of Thrones for uh-huh. season three. Um, well, I think that's, yeah, that's when he was introduced. Uh-huh. So that's, that's, that's it. That's what you get. We get some guy, other guy, I guess. I don't know. That's why. I always thought they were cool, okay. but the, the Transform movies were a fun time, but I guess now we've got to get a reboot out of it for some damn reason. Are they going to be done here? Are they going to be done in, in the U.K.? Do you know? No, that's it. That's the only thing that's been said, is that it's a reboot, and they have their lead actor. Well, that's whack. Okay. That's nice. Yeah, well, you know how this whole thing with Will Smith being in Independence Day 2 or not being in it has been going on and uh-huh. off? Well, he uh-huh. says he's unlikely to be in Independence Day 2 or Men in Black 4. He is most likely? Unlikely. Unlikely? For neither yeah. of them? Yeah. Well, then what, like, is he too good for Men in Black 4 and Independence Day 2? I don't know. <laughs> or is there just not enough money? Like, come on, Will. Uh, yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Well, I didn't I even really, know how they would like, I didn't Men like Men in Black 3. I yeah, like I was going to ask you that because I haven't seen the third, so I don't even know how there would be a fourth. <laughs> um, I don't know why there was even a third one. Yeah, me either. Because it was, like, so dumb, too. It, was, like, it didn't have um, anything like we saw from, like, the first and second ones that were fun. Like, the third one was just, like, straight up boring. 
It wasn't even funny. Time travel thing. Uh, and the Independence Day, like that, would be interesting because I mean, I mean, the other one was so long ago and it was such a great movie that maybe you know, this would be pretty cool given the the whole um, what's that called? The whole idea behind the movie. I don't know. I mean, actors have their reasons. So. Yeah, guess so. So, uh, the since the recent passing of Philip Seymour Hoffman, there was an unfinished scene in the last part of Mockingjay, of Hunger Games Mockingjay. Um, he had one week left of filming, too. So, and, and it's a very crucial scene, apparently. So in that scene, they're going to digitally recreate him. So it's going to be like CGI. For real? Yeah. That's crazy. They couldn't even find a double to at least, like... No. They don't have time for that, huh? No, they don't have time for that. They wouldn't. I don't think that would be a good idea. No, I'm saying at least somebody with the same body, and then, like, his face can be, you know, fixed. That's what they're doing with CGI. Okay. Yeah. So with CGI, do they use somebody else's, like, another sort of body, or is it just, like, literally, That's like, what they did. all digital? See, the, the type of thing they're going to do is what they did with Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know how he was skinny at the beginning and just had his face on it? Well, instead, the whole thing is since they don't have Philip Seymour Hoffman there to do that, put the face and put the, and, and like, you know how they put uh, Chris Evans' face on top of that other skinny person's tiny body? So he's going to do mm-hmm. kind of the same thing, except he's going to be completely CGI. I don't know what they're going to do with, like, the voice and stuff, so we're, well, I guess we'll find out. They can just pick up his voice, and then the computer will do everything. Like, you probably type in whatever he has to say, and the computer will deliver it with, the, with what... Maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll see. I mean, that's interesting. Wow, they might so they don't even have to pay actors anymore. They can do this whole CGI thing on their own. <laughs> they don't need bodies and faces. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I guess so, but if right. you're going to do that, might as well just make an animated movie. True, true. Yeah, it'll take way longer, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. all right. The next one is, um, remember the movie Now You See Me? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the sequel is about to be- begin re- production in September. That movie does not need a sequel. Yeah, I guess not. But people liked it, and people want, went to go see it. They made like $350 million worldwide. I mean, it was a very interesting movie, and the ending, I don't know, maybe the ending lends off to a, to a sequel, but it really didn't need it. I feel like it was just one of those movies that, wow, it was brilliant, cool beans, wow, okay, and on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, there you have it, and then... um. The, the the mechanic, remember that movie, the reboot that Jason Statham was in? Yes. Yeah, there's a sequel for that, too. More sequels. Yeah. So sequels and reboots, sequels and reboots. That's all it is. But now there's and, some uh, more good news coming up. Okay. Here's where the stuff gets better. You know, we we have to get a, we have to get all the things out of the way. So now it's uh, for Avengers 2: Age of Ultron. Um, Paul Bettany, who does the voice for Jarvis, the the AI, the butler that Iron Man has, 
the little mm-hmm. British voice that always talks to him. Well, now he's playing mm-hmm. a character, and it's he's playing the android Vision. Uh, Vision is like the super cool android type guy thingy. <laughs> And right, Android, um, what do you mean? Because right now you're saying Android, all I'm thinking is a tab or a phone. <laughs> it, well, oh God, Jesus, that was really dumb to say. <laughs> Android. I know I was. Android. Android was, uh, is, is like a, did you ever see Alien? The first Alien okay. movie? Do you um, remember that? No. Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's like a human robot type thing. Okay. You could sort of cyborg type thing it's just you yeah it's a robot that's what it okay, is okay it's a robot just, All right. so so you know how we how i talked a while back how it would mean that tony that, that it looks like tony stark is going to be making um ultron he's going to be the creator of ultron instead of hank pym in the like in the comics mm-hmm. so it, it is this kind of you know proves more like to the theory so maybe he's actually also accidentally going to make vision along with Jarvis, because apparently Ultron's going to come out of making Jarvis. So maybe that's going to be the same thing that's going to happen with making Vision. And Scarlet Witch, who who's also going to be in a movie, is a really weird, just like a really weird chick. Like, she falls in love with, like, everything. <laughs> so she, fa- yeah. she falls in love with a robot. She fa- And, like, in the Ultimate Universe, she fell in love with Ultron. And now here, and like you know, in canon, like the regular universe, she like falls in love with Vision as well. So there you have that. So most like, so that would make more sense too. On top of that, because you know, Scarlet Witch is freaking weird, and then Vision also falls in love with her. So that'll be interesting. And I like Paul Bettany because he has like a really cool British voice. <laughs> Maybe it could have right. been Benedict Cumberbatch, but then again. So uh, this is just like really quick stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out this year, but the sequel may be coming out 2016. Okay, so so if it comes out this year, then we'll be expecting a sequel in the next two years. Yeah, that's pretty much. Okay. And then um, some more casting news, sort of rumor type. Evangeline Lilly, who's from Lost and uh, from The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog, she mm-hmm. is in talks to join Marvel's Ant-Man to play Wasp, most likely to play Wasp. And that's, Wasp is, you know, Hank Pym's wife. So, considering mm-hmm. that, you know, Hank Pym is going to be played by Michael Douglas and Scott Lang is going to be Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, they might change it a bit because they already said they were getting out of canon so they might change it a bit so that Scott Lang's love interest will be Wasp because Wasp is a young you know chick (laughs) Uh so having uh, Michael Douglas with her would probably oh Jesus Michael Douglas is married to an older to a younger lady too (laughs) that would probably (laughs) yeah but still most likely it'll be Paul Rudd that would make sense. And now some Uncharted movie news. There's been some surprising Uncharted movie news coming like these past few weeks. Well, apparently they have a new director, Seth Gordon. Seth Gordon is the director of Borough Bosses and Identity Theft. Thief. 
Identity mm-hmm. Thief. I didn't I didn't finish Identity Thief because I thought it was so boring and so stupid. But I really it's, liked Horrible Bosses. Yeah, I really but it's like just horrible comedy. Bosses. What does that What does that have to do with the theme of of Uncharted? I don't know, but uh, Uncharted is like just picture Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones has its comedy and its action, so maybe this movie will be more comedy and uh, like a bit more comedy, but still the same action, you know. So maybe not, because even at one point this movie had. Had uh, the the writers uh, had Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg approached mm-hmm. to write Uncharted. That would have been actually pretty good because their movies are just like Pineapple Express comedy, but they also love having action in their movies. Yeah, bro, so this you is can, very you dumb. You can probably action. expect that. They like probably, very no, dumb they're, they're they're fans of the game, so I don't think they would be doing it a stupid comedy oh, okay. how they have. You know, in their mm-hmm. in their movies, because their movies are entirely different tone from what we have in Uncharted. So, I mean, there was a few action scenes and stuff that need, there were in uh, an Identity Thief, you know, with the cars, car chases. So he could probably do it, but we never know. I mean, just because he hasn't done it doesn't mean he doesn't know what to do with an action movie. Maybe yeah, he just likes comedy because he feels like you know it's safe doing it. So he loves doing a comedy. But it, we'll see. I mean, I really I mean, hope this movie is not crappy. Um, the the script may be good, you know. Might be awesome. But I really, I'm so happy that David O. Russell's not doing it because, wow, he was going to ruin that movie so bad. For real? Yeah, it had nothing to do with the, uh, with the, the actual, actual game. With the actual game and... Mark Wahlberg, no. So now I feel like more now that this is this happened, I feel that um, Bradley Cooper will be back on the radar because I can't see any other I, I can't see any other actor, big name actor, because they need a big name actor for this movie to you know make people go see it. Yeah, because so, it's, it can't be only be the game fans; it has to be you know yeah, fans of the actor as well. This game, mm-hmm. this game was is not a game that has like a humongous fan base because it was a PlayStation only. So mm-hmm. there's not like a lot of people that all played the game and stuff. So not everyone, it still wouldn't be enough for them to actually make some revenue out of this this movie. That would probably be a big AAA, lots of money, huge production type movie. Well, so I, I mean, the only knowledge have... that I have of this game is obviously through you and actually seeing you play it, which is your graphics in the game are awesome. Like, you're playing the game and it looks like you're watching a movie. So, um, you know, and following the story and la la la. So I can definitely see this in a movie. And if you say that, the you know, the people that are helping write this or that might be writing, like Seth Rogen, and if they're fans, that, that's going to help out a lot because fans like, the legit, the legitimate stuff. You know, they want to see the yeah, game. Yeah, no, no, they're they're not the, they're not the writers. They were approached at one point. The writers oh, okay. are were apparently from National Treasure. Were the writers? Okay, okay. I mean, they they are the ones who wrote movies that are pretty much our 21st century Indiana Jones movies. You know. Mhm. Yeah. Or at least tried much. to be. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, National Treasure. Treasure now that you say that, National Treasure did have its action, and it had its its little. It's a family movie at the end of the day, and it had its little comedy things in between. So, if that's what you mean, like I, I, I mean, I think it could work. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, okay. now I guess the biggest bit of news now that we're going to discuss is now for uh, the Lex Luthor 
whole Jesse Eisenberg thing. So apparently, uh, Latino, I think Latino, what is it? Latino Review. Latino Review is like a, is always, is a website. They're always with like dropping rumors and stuff. Sometimes they're true, sometimes they're not. Well, apparently they have the inside scoop and the whole hypnosis for Lex Luthor's character. So it's like a whole list here I'm going to read off. So the first one is that Lex Luthor would be bald. Uh-huh. So, okay, that's it. That's normal. And uh-huh. apparently he's also going to have lots of tattoos. He's going to have a sleeve, a sleeve tattoo of the Metropolis skyline. He's the richest man in the world. He's a tech genius and a ruthless businessman and became a self-made billionaire at age 18. And now, apparently, this is the, the, probably the most stupidest sounding thing out of all of this, <laughs> is that in his teens, he was Lex was street was street tough, and that right there, I don't know, I I don't see Jesse Eisenberg as street tough, but let me continue. Does that is, and, does that explain the tattoos on you? And he was ahead of a street gang. That that's. This that, is way too much stupider. for one person. The dude is what, a self-made billionaire at 18, and, and somehow he was a leader of a street gang, too. Like, how does that happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Okay. Because, I mean, <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to go they're away like, from... Uh-huh. I mean, they're trying to go from away from the original thing. Like, Lex Luthor was born into being, into, like, wealthiness. He was born with money. So, I guess but they want to go away from that. he was a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and now they want that that he's going to be a self-made billionaire. But I don't see Jesse Eisenberg as a gang leader, a street gang leader. Boy, they're going to have now, to do a lot. They're going to have to paint him up a little bit, do some cheapo thing on him. I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, it's, it looks really, really dumb. Just by the sound of yeah, that, it's kind of making me feel like I could only see. Yeah, I could only see, like, Jesse Eisenberg's face. Like, I could have seen the superhero if it would have been, like, a legit, you know, minus the tattoos and all that crazy stuff. But now that all these characteristics are kind of fading away from Eisenberg. Yeah. And now him and, now uh, another one is that him and Bruce Wayne, Batman, Uh don't see eye to eye. And apparently sometime in the past, Bruce Wayne called Lex an immoral, arrogant brat. So they don't like each other, and Lex Luthor also resents that... Bruce Wayne was born into wealth. Okay, which is also ironic because of the comic books, but the, they're probably not following that as much. And now Bruce Wayne had, comes to town to help rebuild Metropolis after the battle of you know in Man of Steel. He wants uh, Wayne Enterprise to pool its resources with Lex Luthor, and Lex agrees. So they want to get together and everything to fix. Metropolis after Superman like pretty much destroyed it, which is was so stupid. Jesus. Anyways, Lex okay. So thinks, these guys don't stand each other, but they're gonna come together to fix the city somehow. Yeah, I guess rich people need All to right. do that. So now Lex that, uh, Lex thinks of uh-huh. Superman as an alien or a trespasser on Earth, and Bruce Wayne thinks of Superman as an impressive specimen. Lex Luthor believes that Superman can and should be killed, and Bruce Wayne thinks they can resolve their problems peacefully. And it also reports that that uh, Lex Luthor guesses that Bruce Wayne is Batman. So, oh, yeah. so so he figures out. 
Okay, so Lex Luthor doesn't stand Batman, so he doesn't know that Batman is Bruce Wayne. No, he doesn't stand Bruce Wayne. He doesn't know Batman. He's never met him. Oh. But he, he guesses that Bruce Wayne is Batman. He, I guess he pretty much just deduced that he's Batman somehow because he's a genius. Okay, so. yeah, he probably, probably put one, two, and three together. Um, I don't know. I see a lot of conflict in this uh, description that you're mentioning. A lot of it's Sorry. really stupid. Yeah, no, I see, like, it even for it to make sense. First of all, if you're going to go with a story that's already made, like, for years and years and years, like, this comic book, like, how old is this story, bro? Like, what, 20 years? Um, Why are you going to change up the details to things that don't make sense instead of just adapting the comic book, what people want to see? Yeah, and yeah. another thing that's weird is that um, apparently, like, you know, much earlier, Zack Snyder said that the that the this movie would be very um would be inspired by the Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns was a comic um comic story arc that uh Frank Miller wrote and Superman and Batman were fighting. They were fighting from the beginning. So they never saw eye to eye at all. They were fighting from the beginning, didn't like each other from the beginning. And in this one, uh like a like this is how they revealed it at Comic Con. At Comic Con, they got they got this guy named Harry uh, Henry Lennox, who has this like really deep, mm. gravelly voice that would be the perfect Batman voice. He read mm. he read a passage from the last issue of you know the Dark Knight Re- Returns, and it was um, I want you to remember Clark in all the years to come, in all your private moments, in all the years, t- uh, wait, in all yeah, in all your private mo- moments, in all the years to come, my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. So Batman you know, pretty much defeated Superman. So I don't understand why they would, you know, reveal this movie, Batman versus Superman, but apparently Batman is on, you know, is wants to talk, to resolve everything peacefully with Superman, and he thinks of Superman so, like, great, like he's a, a good specimen, whatever he said. So it's kind of weird what they said. I don't know how that's going to happen. This movie already just, the casting had already pissed off everyone, but just now the rumors coming out. Again, these are rumors, just rumors. So we could be completely wrong. It's kind of just yeah, feels like it's going to be all over somewhere. the place. Like, like what, the rumors is just somebody sitting down and thinking of things to, to say. Like it has, the idea of something, at least 5% of it has to be true because where are they, where are they getting it from, you know? I just... I, I mean, I'm a little confused at the moment with with all of this because did you just say that that Batman? There's rumors that Batman beats Superman. Like how in the world? No, like that, Batman that's not rumors. It was on. It was in one of the story storylines, one of the story arcs that oh. they had. Dark Knight Returns. He did it uh-huh. in that one, but that was this is this that comic is supposed to be a big inspiration for this movie, and this movie was revealed by re, by reading that passage that I just read to you at uh-huh. Comic Con. So I don't understand how now that it seems like from the beginning Batman likes Superman, like he actually wants to meet him. Uh-huh. But in the comics, uh-huh. he didn't. He wanted to get rid of Batman too, just like you know Lex Luthor wants to. So it's kind of you contradicting what uh-huh. I mean. No, Lex Luthor wanted to get rid, rid of Superman. Okay. So I'm saying um, like he had the same idea of Batman in The Dark Knight Returns from the beginning. So it's kind of contra- contradicting what the what's been revealed, what's been rumored, the the leaked 
apparently leaked hypnosis. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of contradiction in this whole idea thing. You know what it is, though? I think that when there's so many changes and this and that, and there's too many people involved, things get messed up. So, um, I mean, I just hope they pull to production and, and do this right because, I mean, this is superheroes. That this is kind of something that everybody is into. So, yeah. Hopefully it works. Well, that's actually the last bit of news. I was right there. Oh, well, that's, it up. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, bro, tell, before, before we go, can you tell people uh, where to find you and so forth? Yeah, you guys can uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at the Real Robert AH, and you can check out my column at the com under Topics That's the Movie. And I am like also on YouTube, so you can check out the stuff there. And I think I have I have one review up for that awkward moment. Yeah, so you have check your that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be seen. I think I have a review up soon, maybe this week, maybe yeah, probably this week for the RoboCop. Oh yes, you're gonna about the whole RoboCop thing. Like, are, what, what are you what are you expecting from this movie? Uh, I expect because it'll probably be better than I think, you know? And then that way you won't be, then that way you'll be surprised. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always, always <laughs> reboots. I have my expectations really, really low. Really yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I can be more surprised. So I can see the good <laughs> stuff, like, you know? Yeah, I'll be like, oh, wow, his suit looks awesome. Way better than I expected. Okay. Yeah. But so, probably um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. So thank you so much for your time today. I hope you have fun. Um, and, yeah, we'll be expecting that review by the end of the week. And um, make sure you check out his uh, his page, you guys, on the com under topics. His column is That's the Movie. Our YouTube channel, The Sasha Marina Show. His playlist is That's the Movie. Also, his Facebook page is, is That's the Movie News. Um, if you guys have any, if any of you guys are listening or independent filmmakers or anything like that and would like Robert to view your movie and review it, um, his email is that's the movie news at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, guys, keep in touch. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and for following up with Robert and, um, and the Sasha Marina Show. So you guys have a great day. Bye. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. And now, an ad from Dad. All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.